Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I am your host, Stephen Navarra, ATC, OTR. Probably should have started with the OTR. Uh, still waiting on my state license because of a bunch of bureaucratic horse shit. Um, uh, state licensure is, is a terrible process because no one has ever been competent it's never gone smoothly for me. It's it's a horrible thing. And we also have a special guest today. It's our boy Lance. He's going to join us on the show because he hit a sweet preseason MLB parlay that paid out five grand. And he's going to tell us about that. He's going to do give us a draw of the week pick and three picks at the end of the show where we will also be discussing the Steelers-Browns game in in a little bit more depth injury-wise, and then we are just going to get into a shouting match about who will win. So, happy Halloween weekend to you, Danny. How are you? Well, it didn't break the gambling streak like I promised I would, but I uh, I had the rare... 5 and 0 sweep across my five fantasy leagues last year which is pretty infrequent that's pretty tough to do so my fantasy teams are really turning it around catching some steam uh I got some good squads gambling gambling not so much F- fade my picks folks <laughs> um uh, and you'll hear at the end he has six wins so far through eight weeks so or through seven weeks, so he has two weeks left. He has six picks left to get four more wins to get him to ten wins by week ten. We will see if Mr. Danny can achieve such a feat. The state of Utah let me down. I'm I'm disappointed. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. And uh, there, I think there was something else I was gonna say, but I lost it. And let's get into the show. We've got a packed show here, a ton of injury news. I do want to start with the quarterbacks. And Patrick Mahomes, he, uh, you know, took while they were getting their asses kicked all game. And then towards the end, he got kneed right in the head and it snapped his his neck backwards. And he obviously was just didn't look like he knew where he was. He had to have two people help him, like put his weight on their shoulders block him off the field and then it took him maybe 15 maybe 20 minutes total to kind of he was kind of like walking around the sideline but still definitely a little gingerly he didn't look quite um fully intact and so you know what i think happened was when when his head snapped back like that and all of that force entered the anterior side of his head and and it all uh whiplashed or backlogged in the posterior part of his brain and and kind of like that neck uh that super hyperflexion of the neck uh combined with that force that posterior force i think it rattled his cerebellum and your cerebellum is responsible for all of your coordination it's kind of like the relay center between your sensory input and your motor output and so uh it's your proprioception where you are in space and time it deals with with all your senses and so that kind of injury to me looked like it led to it impacted his coordination so when they said he's he's already better he's already like ready 
for next Sunday. I do believe that because uh, once it's it's not that quite as similar as a cerebral concussion, but that head still had to have some impact to it. Uh, so I think as long as he is functioning uh, with high coordination and his coordination is the same as prior to that hit, I think he will be fine for Sunday. And, uh, you know, I see him being at least completely healthy to play. Uh, you got anything to add about anything I said there? Yeah, no, I have nothing to add. He cleared concussion protocol, they said. and Yeah, I think that was a pretty good breakdown of that. Moving on to Zach Wilson, he sprained his PCL, which is the opposite of your ACL. They kind of make an X in your knee. He is projected to be out four weeks, and two to four weeks. I wish him a speedy recovery, and not. And I'm not saying that just because I have him to throw over 13 and a half interceptions this year. Uh, he's a, he seems like a good kid, you know. So I want him to get healthy and keep playing for the Jets. <laughs> um, uh, anything on anything on Zach? Yeah, I mean, PCL is not as serious of an injury as your other knee ligaments. It's not something that's going to keep him out for an extended period, but I think that they should shut him down for at least a month or two, just let him heal. And, you know, the, they don't need to run another quarterback into the ground and have him beat up and out of the league within three years. So really hope they let Zach Wilson kind of get healthy and not It'll force him out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what that's what the Browns said about 20 quarterbacks in a row too, but they didn't last long either. So. Uh what what number is Case Keenum on the starting list? It's it was deep. I don't know. You look that up while I talk about Dak Prescott for the uh Dallas Cowboys. He's playing Sunday that's Sunday night football. He has a calf strain. He's had the bye week to get better. Calf strains do tend to linger a little bit. Uh I've known that calf and Achilles, if that gets inflamed, you know, that's definitely a two full weeks to kind of get back to your uh normal self and kind of out of a risk, a uh, high risk of tearing that Achilles or or you know, putting further strain on your Achilles. So Mike McCarthy was quoted to say he has to clear a threshold. He didn't uh, explain what threshold he was referring to or the context of a threshold. Um, but I imagine he just assumes the calf muscle with the animal, which produces veal, which is a very tender meat. And so he's probably thinking Dak, you know, Dak's calf is a very tender muscle and it's got to, it's got to pass the tough threshold to be, it's got to be tough enough to play on Sunday. That's my interpretation of what's going through Mike McCarthy's mind. Uh, do you have that stat for us, Danny? And do you have anything to say about the Cowboys? I do. Uh, looks like Case Keenum is the Browns 31st starting quarterback. Ah, that's what I wanted to say. It's their expansion. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm not working on that. Oh, you yeah. cut out. You. you... Oh, am I? Am I good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Sorry, folks, been having mic issues today, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not worried about Dak. He'll play through it regardless if he's hurt or not. Um, it'll definitely hamper his mobility. Um, but I don't think 
I don't think his mobility. He's he's definitely not been as mobile as he normally is this year, especially with all them weapons. I mean, he's dumping it off and not taking hits, and so he'll he'll still distribute it, and his his passing numbers will be fine. I'm not worried about Dak. Uh, moving on to tight end news, uh, Logan Thomas. He is technically able to come back now. Um, I I think they're going to not rush him back because Washington football team's bye week is next week. So if uh, Seals Jones can suit up, he is also questionable. If Seals Jones can suit up, I definitely think they keep Logan Thomas out because to give him two more weeks rest to come back, you know, at, at a good strength. Uh, I do think Ricky Seals Jones plays. He usually, uh, he's been kind of banged up throughout his years too. And he seems to kind of play through whatever's, uh, his injury is as long as it's not debilitating. And Dawson Knox to finish up tight ends. He's out with a foosh injury. So it just said um, hand fracture, or maybe even it just said finger fracture on one report. But a foosh injury is a falling on outstretched hand. That's what that stands for. So the most common bone that breaks during that is the scaphoid bone. If he did indeed fracture his scaphoid, that is certainly a longer time to recover. I guess they could put him in like a club or a cast to play. But the problem with the scaphoid bone is it has the least amount of blood vessels of circulation to almost any bone in the body. So it's a bone that is one of the longest to heal uh, if it's broken. So that's a full four to six weeks if it is his scaphoid bone. But again, that could be shortened up if they can hard cast it to protect it enough. You got anything to say about tight ends? I think you covered it all. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. We got Khalil Mack did not practice. Probably not just a veteran's rest. He's banged up. Uh, I know uh, what who's, who's Chicago playing. Um, San Fran. San Francisco. So, uh, you know, I think that's a that's obviously a leader on defense. There's there's he's got to be a guy that's communicating to the linemen and all of that. That would be a huge void in that pretty good defensive front for the Bears. And also the Titans here, they have five defenders that did not practice today. It's a mix of DBs, their defensive tackle didn't practice, and a linebacker, I believe. And um it kind of seems like when i was reading through that it, it, i feel like half of these guys will come back one of the cornerbacks will will play one of the tackles will play and the linebackers kind of questionable so all these guys are like doubtful to questionable um you know they seem perfectly fine against the chiefs with the lineup they had and i don't know if any of those guys played last week i uh i know that the cornerbacks didn't so I don't know how much that's going to affect them against the Colts if they try to send those guys out there who aren't healthy when they saw success with some backups last week. So that, keep an eye on the Titans practice report this week. They've got a ton of guys on there, as do the Browns. And finally, a um, oh God, I'm blanking on his first name. Running back, Eagles. Penn, went to Penn State. Miles Sanders, you hit Miles those. Sanders. I had Sanders written down. Are you drinking wine again? Uh, I haven't had any mead in 
an hour. So no, I'm I'm good. But he's out with a sprained ankle. They said it's not a high ankle sprain, so they're hoping for two weeks this week and next week. You know, um, ankles can be a toss up, but yeah, two to three weeks sounds very accurate for if it's not a high ankle sprain. All right, it didn't didn't on that. It didn't look. I mean, it was a non-contact injury. He was just running and cut back to the inside, and that ankle just rolled on him. Didn't look bad. If the X-rays are negative, I mean, that's just your your typical ankle sprain. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him back this week. Just uh, if he can come back and practice, it's just going to depend on pain and swelling and all that. But yeah, it's nothing nothing serious for Miles Sanders which kind of is unfortunate because he was finally – they haven't been running the ball at all this year. It's like the, he's getting just a couple carries a game, driving me nuts. But he was finally finally getting the ball early and often and gets this fluke uh, fluke injury. So at least yeah. it's nothing, nothing serious, nothing long-term. If he's not back this week, he should be back by the next week. Yeah, it, it was unfortunate to see that, and I had him – uh, if he would have played and had like a good game, I would have been like way up the leaderboard. I was like one just a little bit of money on the tournament with that lineup. If he would have played another, I don't know, 16 points would have skyrocketed me. But uh, anyway, let's get into heating pad or ice pack. We just have a few guys on here this week uh, because everyone's kind of either fully out this week or they're pretty much in and they're good and you should. If a guy is questionable this week from what I've looked at so far, uh, most of them all are like expect what pro- production is kind of projected out of them or like expect them to play full go most of these questionable guys this week. So a few I do have on here. One, Allen Robinson. Like I said, the Bears stink. I traded away Allen Robinson in one league. It was a great decision. I didn't really even – I got Chenault back for him who isn't great by any means but it's just like i don't want any freaking bears wide receivers or any bears really at all on my team uh they're matt Nagy's a freaking idiot and alan robinson obviously with all that said ice pack he has an ankle injury but what's it matter healthy or not what do you say yeah this one kills me but this ice pack regardless if he's healthy or not Get Allen Robinson the hell out of Chicago, man. I don't know. If he's not gone by November 2nd, I'm going to freak out. And he's he's playing on the franchise tag, so they don't even have him on a contract. You know, what are they what are they going to lose by by dealing him? Just get, get get rid of him. Get him to a quarterback that can throw him the ball. Was really it their second like, year franchise tagging him? This was the first year, but, I mean, he, uh, he's he's obvious. He, didn't, he was pissed about it. This year, yeah he's, yeah, he's disgruntled. He can freaking, he cannot sign it next year. It's just, uh, I feel, I really feel from a guy, just cannot get a, a decent quarterback in his career. And yep, uh, m- moving on, we'll we'll do Ricky Seals Jones. Like I said, he's questionable. I think he'll play. He had a soft tissue injury, I believe, a groin. Um, so, so I, I I do think he'll he'll play, and if he does play, heating pack on him. Um. Yeah. If I if Quad. he's if he's a full. If he's what? Wait. What'd you say? 
quad. Oh, oh quad. his quad. Yeah, if he's a, if he's a full practice participant, I'm fine with that. I mean, he's Limited not he's not one of your he's not one of your top tight end guys. So I'm not gonna say like a full heating pad, but if you need a tight end, he's a decent option. Been getting touches with uh, what's his face out, Thomas out. So yeah, you'll hear my tight end. Guru picks here in a bit, but I think that oh no, duh, uh, Odell and Jarvis. Jarvis uh, landed awkwardly on his knee last week, and uh, he was available at the end of the game, but I don't think they did end up putting him back in. They might have initially for a play, but uh, it just looked like he he bruised his knee. If nothing's torn, he's obviously going to play and. I think he does kind of pose a threat to our secondary. Uh, on the other side of the the field, though, is Odell Beckham Jr. and he's a candy ass, and uh, you know his time has passed in this league. So heating pad, and he's also now he's got that AC injury or whatever. So just just uh, ice pack the shit out of him. He's he's done, donezo. I'm a big ice pack for both of them this week, regardless if they play or not. Uh, obviously, with the quarterback situation, well, this offense runs through the ground to begin with. Um, with the quarterback situation, they're going to be even more run heavy. I think Pittsburgh's been decent against the pass so far this year. They've been certainly disappointing against the run, mostly due to injuries, but they cannot stop the run right now. So. I think the Browns' game plan is going to be heavy run, keep the game close, keep control of the ball, and uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of a lot of touches to go around for these receivers. Yeah, well, Peoples Jones is probably still going to be out this week with his groin injury, and um, who? Damn, there's there's something else, but then Jimmy was typing stuff. I was reading that. Um. Oh, the Packers. I, this is coming out on Friday, but I think last night the Packers did the, had the same game plan and they ran the ball with their two running back combo and and really tried to and they slowed the game down against the Cardinals and it was a competitive game and the Packers covered six and a half. I I I did like that pick to cover prior to all this COVID stuff. But I think with uh, if Devontae Adams isn't playing, I, I'm taking Arizona to cover. Well, real quick, Devontae's out, Lazard's out. Uh, one of the one or two offensive linemen are out for the Packers, and then the defense is just kind of mid tier. Um, and then obviously the Cardinals are rolling, and they definitely seem like they've gotten rid of a lot of bad habits from last year and a lot of bad coaching decisions. And and they are a lot healthier this year, so that that actually that seems like it'll be an interesting game. I uh, said preseason the Cardinals were going to be tough this year. I said they might they might compete in the NFC. You called me crazy. Well, I only said that because I think I said on the air uh, that's only because Cliff Kingsbury's Cliff's holding them back. So, you know, if, if he can get his shit together, yeah, I think they're a dangerous team. And it, so far, it seems like he did get his shit together. So I wasn't completely against your against that take. I just thought that, you know, the coaching needed to improve, change. So 
just too many weapons on that offense. They can hit you from anywhere. Yeah. All right, let's get to our guest, Lance, coming up here and our heated Steelers-Browns debate and our locks of the week. And now we have a very special guest. It is our friend Lance. He has been mentioned a few times before on the podcast. I am going up to his place this weekend with my wife for Halloween, and he's also a pilot. And he'll be he's gonna he's gonna fly us around the city too, which which will be really cool. So uh, and Lance is also a gambler. He's a greasy bastard, just like the rest of us. And why don't you tell the people the the bet you won? Well, a little backstory with it. Uh, back last January, I was having rough time gambling. My account was sitting at negative nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and the way it works is. With my bookie, if I'm negative a thousand or more on a Monday morning, I gotta pay him. If I have positive a thousand or more, I get paid. Anyways, I'm sitting at negative nine hundred ninety-nine dollars, and I'm like, well, I'll put one more bet in, and then I'm done. So I went in there, and I was looking at some future bets, and I end up betting two more fifty-dollar bets. I put the Braves and the Astros would be the World Series matchup this year, and that was fifty to win five thousand, and the other was fifty for the. Dodgers and the Astros to be the matchup and I just let it sit there and I didn't gamble for about eight months and Steve decided to come over in August to my place and talking about gambling like we normally do and asked if I wanted to bet on his account and I was like maybe and I ended up opening my account up and I saw those two bets and I'm looking I'm like I actually might have a chance with this so didn't really think much of it another month or two went by and Steve shot me a text and was like, Hey, you know, the, the, uh, Dodgers and the Braves are actually made it. And I was like, no, I didn't know that. But I started looking at my account and I was like, Holy shit, I'm actually made win some money. And as you see, I won about $5,000. Yeah, it was pretty crazy because in August, when you showed me those, I was like, I mean, yeah, th- those have a, an outside chance. Like, that's fun and also just completely random because you do not watch baseball at all yeah. and <laughs> neither of us do and you you don't could you name any baseball player right now on any team honestly i don't even like watching baseball the only time i've watched it is when i was at a game drunk once or twice but yeah i couldn't name a single baseball player to save my life <laughs> and you won five stacks yes on <laughs> Money. Um, uh jose there's a jose in playing uh mike mike trout and uh bryce harper there's two and the the pitcher um there's a really good pitcher and he's also good at hitting that those are that's that's the baseball talk i can come up with um when it came i don't when it came down to the final game i didn't even watch it that's how much i hate baseball I was up to getting either 2,500 or, or 5,000 when it came down to that game, and I really didn't care to watch it, and I still don't really care to watch it. Well, yeah, you won your bet at this point. There's, I honestly wanted to tell you, I was like, you should put like a grand on the Braves because I think the, the Braves are the underdog and can win it. Uh, they are up one nothing right now. Huh? But, uh, but I was like, ah, who cares? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm coming up Saturday. Uh, 
UFC's on, uh, soccer's on, a whole bunch of sports and stuff. And then it's obviously Halloween. So uh, I'm going as Cookie Monster, and Teresa's going as a cookie, and you're going as a taco, correct? That is correct. That'll be the third year in a row I'll be going as a taco. <laughs> taco Lance. Um, so I keep saying I'm um, too much. I got to. I cut that shit out. Lance Lance also played. <laughs> Lance is what he doesn't eat from Jimmy. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it in a minute, but Lance is also a Steelers fan, so we will be ambushing Jimmy here at the end. But before we get to the Browns and Steelers chatter, uh, Lance, Lance played high school soccer. Uh, I think he escaped with no injuries. So congratulations to you. And, uh, you know, so he's going to give us a draw of the week bet, you know, to add on my draw of the week this week is Burnley versus Brentford. Those are two stupid names of two stupid English towns and, uh, Burnley, I believe, one of the two. They don't have a win yet this season. They have a combined seven draws. And by the way, my draws of the week, almost all of them, uh, it has to be like 90% of them, the first half actually was a draw. And first half draws are usually even odds. So just take the first half draw and my draws of the week. You'd be up a ton right now. Um, I don't know if Danny has gotten his shit together yet. Uh, he spent an hour trying to get his mic to work before we could start recording. So rip to his uh, setup. Do, do you have a draw of the week if you're there, Danny? I I do. I'm ready for the draw of the week. I got. Uh, it pains me. I'm gonna go against uh, my man Ronaldo here, but I got Tottenham and Man U. Uh, man U's kind of been struggling. It's a two-two draw. Uh, I don't hate that. I saw the Barcelona coach, the manager. He got canned today. Um, yeah, that's all I know about it. Yeah, they lost. They lost El Clasico for the what four times in a row or six times in a row or something wild, which was like the longest streak I think ever. Some I don't know. It was some, it was some wild stat. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Um. Lance, what's your draw of the week? Well, it's actually the same as Danny's. I, I have it wrote down here. I picked it out about an hour ago. But yeah, it's they both been playing like shit. So that's my draw of the week. Um, you copying I, ass bitch. That's Lance, Lance always just does what I do, man. You didn't, you didn't even have a pick until, what, two minutes ago? <laughs> that's true. That's valid. <laughs> but... I don't, am I supposed to pick a score for this? If so, uh, uh, no, no, I never do. Uh, no. Danny, Danny can roll into the next segment here. What are the, we're going to the greasy and ga- greasy gambling. Oh no, we're going to the we're going to the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. This is another tough week. It was a tough week, but I really I got to You know, I I hate to go with my with my Penn State guy, but I just I just have to. I'm go, I'm gonna go lock in Carl Nassib. Another big, big win for the Raiders. Two and zero without Gruden. Carl Nassib, big, uh, 
big part of that. He only notched one tackle, but big win for the Raiders. Carl Nassib, LGBTQIA plus player of the week. All right. And the tight end guru of the week. Um, I forget who I said last week besides Komet, but Komet stunk because the Bears stink. And I put them in a teaser plus 25, and they still freaking, they, they could not even get close to the end zone. So, uh, yeah, Komet was a big uh, DFS bust for me. That was That was hard to watch. And so this week, though, bouncing back, Hunter Henry, I think he's going to have uh, a good game right next to him. $300 cheaper, or sorry, $300 more is Tyler Higby. I think they they throw a lot of targets to him. He always has like a, a decent week. Like he'll go 2x at 4500 for you. And then a little bit uh, cheaper is CJ Uzoma. He's been pretty consistent the last month. And I think the the Bengals are starting to really click and gel. So those are my three tight ends of the week for DFS. And now, now we're going to get into the, the main event, the Steelers versus Browns uh, matchup showdown. It's in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we need a weather report. And we're going to start with the injuries, and then we're going to just kind of open up the floor to everybody. All right, let's get into Steelers and Browns week eight, the first of the two matchups. Um, it kind of feels like the Browns and Steelers are going to split most years uh, moving forward. At least they have Baker and Ben have kind of started to split the series the last couple of years. And We'll just start with the injury news. The Steelers are pretty much everyone's fully healthy, and we're getting Zach Banner back at right tackle, which is much needed to shore up our offensive line. You know, it'll be his first game back since his week one of last year against the Giants. So I'm sure there's going to be an acclimation period for him, and the Steelers always start slow out of the bye week. So I might take the Browns first quarter, actually. Uh, I don't I don't hate that bet at all. I don't hate the Browns first half or like Browns to win the first half, Steelers to win the second half, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I got excited. The Steelers are basically fully healthy. There's no real injury news to report. Danny, you got anything on the Steelers health? Uh no, outside of the long-term injuries, um that Stefan Tuitt will not be back. Still hasn't played this year coming off that off-season knee surgery, which was supposed to just be a cleanup, but here we are, week eight, still no to it. So Tom would say he doesn't have a timeline for his return. So that's a big kick in the balls with, with missing a, a Lulu as well. Cam Hayward holding, that, holding down that defensive line on his own. Look for um, Nick Chubb to have a pretty big day. Yeah, if, if Chubb's looking like he's going to come back and probably split the carries with Dearness Johnson, I do think the Steelers are getting back um, one of their backup, their nose tackle back, I think. Carlos Davis, yeah, backup, a, a reserve lineman, but any kind of depth will help right now. You're right, yeah. So, and then, okay, so the Browns <clears throat> still have a huge injury list here. 
Um, the notable ones, I mean, Odell stinks anyway, so he's not going to be missed, and they should be getting Jarvis Landry. He still didn't practice today, so that's not uh, – he, he was standing on the sidelines, though, I think at the end of the Broncos game, like available to come back into the game if needed. Kind of landed weird, weird on that knee. He should be, you know, able to play. I don't know if he's going to be 100%. And then Donovan Peoples-Jones is still out with his groin injury. I doubt Peoples-Jones makes it back. Uh, so then on the defensive side, they have a couple linebackers, and Denzel Ward did not practice. So Denzel Ward's a big loss for them. Jedrick Wilson, Willis, their offensive tackle, he's still limited practice, but I could see him getting back in this game. So the Browns are banged up on defense. Pretty much everyone's going to be there on on offense with a banged-up Chubb and a doubtful Odell. So, Jimmy, what's what's the case that the Browns can win? Because I, I, I actually don't think they can win. Uh, oh, and we didn't – If also, we didn't touch on Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's a toss-up, but I don't, I don't know how he plays – if that shoulder's still messed up and they're they're talking surgery and all this, you know. So, Dan, do you have a thought on uh, – before we get to Jimmy, you have a thought on Baker and he Browns? I'm hoping he plays. I'm more scared of a healthy Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah, with a Case Keenum with a week under his belt now. Right. So, yeah, i definitely actually rather have banged up Baker be playing. All right. Jimmy, uh, make make your case for the Browns. Well, I'll just go. I kind of agree with you guys on that last point there. Uh, the opposite, obviously. I'd rather see Case started. Uh, you know, it's tough for Baker with it being, you know, trying to fight for that contract. I think it's probably going to be best for him maybe just to hang it up, get the surgery. Uh, I don't think, you know, I think only worse can happen from here on out. So not much upside playing through this season as opposed to just sitting it. Uh, it's tough. I think it was, what, like 43 starts or something? He 51. Had in a row. 51, okay. I knew, yeah. knew it was around in that area. As far as this game goes, I don't think I have to make that strong of a case. We beat you guys in almost every stat that matters in this season. So there's not much for me to argue. Like, we beat you. The only thing you guys beat us in is passing yards, but we beat you in total offense. We beat you in, uh, you beat us in points allowed, and that's about it. We beat you in pass. Oh, you yeah. You beat us and in your, passing yards too, but we beat your, you in rushing yards. We beat you in time of possession, fourth down conversion. Uh, we're tied in third down conversion. Beat you in rushing yards. Beat you in total yards. Um, and that's so when you had a completely different backfield for your offense. You had you had Baker, you, oh, Baker, Chubb, our, and Hunt combo. Our, our run game will not suffer. It will be. It, it still did look good against the Broncos this yes. past week, but the the Broncos were yeah, the, uh, defensive line was being candy ass. And yeah, I mean, Broncos are bad. I'm not gauging it on that fucking on that game, but we'll be fine. It's it's literally I I'm not making a case beyond that. You guys are just thinking this is the old same Pittsburgh of old. 
I, I don't think it's going to be an easy win. I don't think we're going to blow you out, but You're I'm not, not going to win. <laughs> You're not going to win. I'll put. Eh, well, we're, win, we'll but... get to our picks at the end, but um, Dan, Danny, uh, what do you have to say? Or actually, let's let's let uh, Lance lead the lead the charge. Our guest first. So, Danny, or shit, Lance, <laughs> you got anything to say about the Steelers Browns game? No, okay, Danny, do you got anything to say right about this? Me. Well, I I completely agree with Lance. I'm speechless that Jimmy thinks they're gonna win. <laughs> the Browns are fucking dog shit. You can't protect the quarterback. Even without Tua and the Lulu, we're still going to be all over the pass rush. Uh, your defense is fucking terrible. It doesn't matter who you play. They move the ball up and down the field. So our shitty offense is still going to move the ball. And it's that big brother, little brother effect. You guys suck. We're going to come in there and smoke you and make you shut the hell up. That's... That's ridiculous. You, you're not going to stop our run game. We're just going to be able to run it down your throat. You guys give over 100 yards a game in rush yards. We're just going to continuously hand the ball. With, with half of our defense missing. Now we have three-fourths of our defense, so we'll stop you. Doesn't matter. You guys, you guys are a fucking Swiss cheese. You're not the still current anymore. It's not the same defense. We have one healthy D lineman. So what are you fighting for? Then we're going to run it all down your fucking throat the entire game. No, because Cameron Hayward's a man. We, you guys, the last time we played, we shoved it down your fucking throat. How's yeah, it gonna we, be had, we had more than half the fucking defense heard at that point. We spotted you 28 points. Hey, it's going to be, it's not going to be the same. We're not going to whip on you like that, but. Yeah, I'm this time, more it, than you're a, right. It's not going to be the same. More than a like that time Mike, Tom, Mike Tomlin fucking overlooked you. And was looking ahead like he always does. This year he knows fucking he's he's the underdog, so he they're gonna come to play and they're gonna fucking smoke you. The Browns like stink, Tom, bro. We beat, you with, we beat gonna... you with Duck Hodges. Yeah, we're gonna beat you by more than a touchdown. Put a, put a hundred. Jimmy's on taking it. the alternate. Jimmy's gonna <laughs> take the alternate line there. It's minus hey, six you know, and a half. Coming, coming off my fucking hot streak Actually, of last week. Hey, I can't miss right now. Unlike Danny, I actually went on a streak. Yeah, my gambling is trash, but that, that's irrelevant to what we're talking about. This Browns stink. Uh, What's Pittsburgh? We, okay. we stink. I'm not going to say we're not good, but you guys are, you, it's not, it's, I mean, it's, it's not even close. It's, it's, it's not even, it's not even comparable. Oh, it's it's not comparable. You beat the, okay. what the you beat the Broncos and the Texans and the and the Bears and Justin Fields' first start. You think you're winning the Super Bowl? No, you guys are no, freaking. No, trash. no, no, no. When you play good teams, listen, what happens? I'm not. I'm not the delusional fan. When you play good teams, what happens? They freaking they put fucking nine touchdowns on your head and walk out of there laughing. We're, hey, I'm not the delusional fan that thinks we're hitting the Super Bowl, but. I also know we ain't losing to your fucking bum asses this week. It's there's no way, especially in Cleveland, not a chance. Mm-hmm. Lance, you got anything to say about it now? Jesus, Jimmy's just full of shit. I mean, it's the same stuff every year. Sounds like a typical Browns fan. I mean, I think it'll be a close game. It'll be within three. Say it's a three point game. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the uh, spread is, three and a half. Really going out on a limb there. Favor of the Browns. And I did read a model projection that does have the Browns minus five, which is a pretty decent model, but uh, which which concurs with what's with what Jimmy's thinking. So I don't know how good of a model that actually is. Um, let, I am so, one pick behind you right now. How the fuck are you still going to shit talk my picks? I'm undefeated. We are tied in the locks, and I am one pick behind you. We're the only people sitting above 500 on this podcast, <laughs> and you're going to still throw shade at me? That's that's true. I went 3-0 last week. The one week I didn't parlay my fucking picks. I'm, well, I'm, I, just, I'm just, all I can bank on is the locks. You you uh, stink at the locks, Jimmy. I lost last. You have one better, one yeah. better lock win than us. Hey, that's I'm all I need. Hey, hey if you win a game, roof. if you win a game by one, it doesn't matter if you win a game by one or a hundred. I'm yeah. I'm winning. Rashawn has one more win than Danny and has picked six less games. <laughs> <laughs> Rashawn draws out of the hat, hat, bro. Yeah. Yeah, He's not sure. swinging the bat as many times. That's not fair. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, okay, let's get into the picks here. We have uh, extra greasy addition because Lance is going to give us three guest picks. We're going we're gonna to keep a guest um, tally going. I don't know who or when we'll have another guest on, but uh, when, when it occurs, it occurs. It'll just happen organically. And Lance hit that sweet ass parlay in baseball uh so that got him on the pod that that's a cool story so lance give us your two picks and then your lock of the week well i might be changing the lock of the week Uh, you know i I was gonna pick the uh the cowboys first minus one and a half first pick and second pick we're gonna go with buffalo bills minus 13 and a half and the lock of the week, which I may even bet all that five stacks I just won on it, is Pittsburgh plus 3.5. All right. Uh, yeah, you you won't put put that on there. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not that confident in the fucking Steelers. Uh, what, what did you say Dallas was? Uh, minus one and a half. And... What was your third pick? <laughs> the Bills, minus 13 and a half. All right. And uh, I don't hate those picks. Uh, I think Dallas is kind of a, a trap line. That That's kind of a rat line. Why are they only a point and a half favorite against the Vikings who can barely beat any team they play? Um, but I don't know. That's I haven't uh, done enough research on that Sunday night game yet. Obviously, I like the Steelers pick, and let's go to Danny. Well, me and Jimmy have been going back and forth about this one for over a month here, so I got to put my money where my mouth is. Lock of the week, lock it in. Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half at their little brother's crib. It's going to be Steelers by seven or more, but I'm taking that plus three and a half. Steelers cover for sure. Blow the Browns. Blow the Browns off the lake. 
Steelers, big. TJ Watt's going to be in Baker's face all day, break his other shoulder. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a route. It's going to be a route. I might sprinkle the money line. Lock it's, that that's one a fun in. Thing to do. And uh, then, and then, uh, and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to college. I got a couple that I like. Boise State Broncos playing Colorado State minus two and a half. Boise minus two and a half. That's a that's gonna be a big win for Boise. Um, and then this Wisconsin Iowa game. This kind of seems like a trap. I know Wisconsin was favored against Purdue last week, and they that one was kind of iffy. But Wisconsin's playing a lot better. But Iowa, off of that Purdue loss and then off of a bye, I think they're going to rebound. They are plus three and a half at Wisconsin. I still uh, I still like Iowa's defense, kind of shut down Wisconsin and make Graham Mertz throw some picks. I do um, like the Iowa pick there. Iowa Danny, three and a half. Iowa three and a half. Danny is six and 15 on the year. And so – you have these three picks and then three more picks next week to get us to week 10. So with six wins, can you get to 10 wins by week 10? So you need to hit four out of six games to get 10 wins by week 10. That's, that's my challenge to you. It's astronomically bad, but in the, in the, towards the end of November, I'll be in Vegas in law of averages. When I'm in Vegas, I'm going to get hot, and that's all that matters. Well, yeah, but I don't think you can, like, predict getting hot. I think that takes away – I think getting hot has to happen naturally. No, I – yeah, I mean, I can turn it on whenever I want. I'm just, I'm just sandbagging, letting you guys get a little head start. Yeah, well, you are kind of starting to sound like the, the Browns. You say every week you're turning it around, <laughs> and then every week you have a losing record. Uh, other than week two, which is at this point an, an anomaly, your two and one record. That's uh, really bad. Uh, uh, Jimmy, why, why don't you go ahead? Give us your picks. Well, I tell you one thing if Danny's going to bet on himself getting hot, I'm definitely going to fade that pick by his record this year so far. So, you know, Jim, you're I'm, two and five in locks, bro. Relax. Okay. You go to the one thing that's even comparable. The one stat. It's like comparing our first downs, but the total score, I'm whooping you. So I'm going to start because whenever I see a dog and I think they're going to straight out win, I'm taking the money line. I'm going to take Chicago over San Fran because San Fran just looked like booty after that game. Granted, it was a monsoon out there, but I feel like Fields might actually show have a weekend show some uh, promise for those poor fucking people of Chicago. And then the only smart thing Lance said in all of his picks was taking Dallas one and a half. So that's going to be my second pick of the week. Uh, currently they're undefeated against the spread. And I don't think that's going to be beat against the Vikings. I think the only thing on that line is they might be building in some, uh, worry if like Dak's not gonna play. I mean, I'm sure he will, but that's the only thing I could think of is why that line's as small as it is right now. And then for my luck of the week, it's obvious I usually uh, don't put uh, money on the Browns because 
when I feel like they're going to lose, they win. And when they win, they lose. So, but this week, I'm going to hop on FanDuel and take the alternate spread at nine and a half. Personally, the ultimate spread. <laughs> <laughs> the alternative spread, personally. <laughs> but for the sake of the lock, I'm taking them at the uh, minus three and a half. Just, I already said, hey, you guys won't stop us. Won't stop the run game. Um. Yeah, those are disgusting picks. Those are three disgusting picks right there. Hey, <sighs> I have a disgusting pick as well. You shit on my picks every week. I had the Raiders with you last week. That was our only win. Yeah, your only win. Or uh, yeah, that's would, yeah, that's what I meant. I happened to go three of three and zero last week. So that I mean, Packers over was cursed. It was it was a cursed over. That three field goals, two of them blocked, one more missed. Taylor Heineke literally uh, <laughs> dives towards the end zone three yards short like a Momo. They're and in the red zone three times and came away with like no points. I think zero, it was. literally <laughs> zero points. Yeah, so that was at least uh, 13 points right there taken away. Yeah, that, so. That diving penalty might be the stupidest fucking rule that they have. Like, that there should a be a clear distinction between feet first and head first. All right, go on with your picks, my both, bad. Both of my picks last week were went that lost were winning too. I want to I want to bitch about that. They both choked away leads, but proceed. Well, you should not have covered that Miami Dolphins game plus two and a half. <laughs> oh, I should not have my dick. The fa- <laughs> well, that's just how the Falcons play. That, that was a game of, will you please win this game? We don't want to win. Two of throwing picks in the end zone. Miami getting field goals blocked. It was fucking, they, they did everything they could to make me sweat it. That was a good pick. All right, so we'll finish up with my picks here. Uh, Saturday, 2 p.m., West Virginia is home against Iowa State. Iowa State's having kind of a wonky year after they were projected to be a very good team, top 10 team. Uh, West Virginia at home in the fall on Halloween weekend. It's going to be, uh, as Lance and I know, we spent quite a few weekends of our college years in Morgantown, and I was there for one Halloween. I don't think you were there, Lance, for that. But uh, Morgantown is a magical magical place and on halloween it's just it's stupendous uh so Mount, mountaineers plus seven they're getting a touchdown uh i really like that and i really like the over 48 and a half in that game too but just my pick here is west virginia plus seven in morgantown my second pick is a disgusting colts plus one and a half it makes no sense the tennessee titans beat the two best teams while the Chiefs can't really be considered the best team in the NFL this year, but they beat two A franchises uh, back-to-back, the Bills and the Chiefs, and then they get a divisional game at home against the Colts with really that they're getting maybe a guy or two back from that Chiefs game, so they're actually gotten a little bit healthier since the Chiefs game. Still missing offensive linemen, still missing defensive backs uh, against these Colts here. Colts are at home. 
They're only plus, they're plus one and a half. It makes no sense. They should be like a four or five. They were four plus four against San Francisco, and now they're what they're considered to be better than that against Tennessee. Like it makes no sense. So uh, I guess they did win, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Colts plus one and a half. It's a gross backwards pick. Um, and obviously, my lock of the week is the Steelers plus three and a half. We've We've pretty much hashed it all out. I think Najee Harris has a, a, a decent game, a nice little game. I think Pat Fryermuth get gets involved. Uh, I wouldn't hate taking a Pat Fryermuth flyer on DFS this week either. And I just don't think I think I think Big Ben just does enough to get the victory there. Uh, I think he gets his shit together off the out of this bye week here. A little extra rest. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'll probably, I'm probably taking Brown's first quarter as well. So the, uh, the Steelers are a little fun fact since 2002 playing the Browns after a bye week, the Steelers are three and oh, that I being, love that stat. Lance, I love that. That's 2003. The Steelers are like 20 and two overalls. That's fucking nothing. Get me, give me Mike Tomlin's record off of bye because it's notoriously bad. It's below five hundred, so so that kind of kiboshes that. Yeah, but but this says well. That's a, I don't know how when those games were if it was the last well, twenty five years, but I still like the stat. I'm so confident. I just threw five hundred fifty dollars on the Steelers to win. So wow, I put gave the spread. So we'll see how. I that can't goes. wait to fuck with you Sunday. When you guys are down seventeen to three at halftime, that could I, happen. <laughs> I would not be too happy now. All right, so for the lock of the week challenge this week, and we're we're gonna stitch something together of our of our previous challenges. I'm debating between the mashing them all together in like a longer two three minute video, or or posting a, a few. Um, I'll definitely tweet that out at return to play pod on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, I believe, but we don't really have any TikToks yet. And we haven't been posting much on Twitter or Instagram. Um, I've been a, I've been a fucking bum lately, uh, finding a job and stuff, but you should follow those things because we will start posting a little more. And once these videos come out, they're actually pretty funny of our, of our challenges and stuff. So you guys should, you guys will enjoy them eventually. Uh, so for this week, we are going to do, obviously it's either Jimmy wins or Lance, Danny, and I'll just, I'll just make um, Rashawn do it too. So Rashawn has to do Browns minus three and a half because he's a Browns fan. So it's either Rashawn and Jimmy or Lance, Danny and I, the losers have to eat the packy hot chip. Is it called packy? It's it's the one single hot chip that comes in the coffin. It's it's like twenty bucks to buy the chip. So uh, that's yeah, what we're gonna packy. do. Yeah, the packy hot chip. So that that is what we are going to do for our lock of the week. It is Halloween weekend. I hope everyone has a great, safe, fun time. Don't get in too much trouble. Um, I don't think it's a full moon, so at least there's not that combo. I know a couple of years there's a full moon on Halloween. I'm sure the hospitals were full. Stay healthy, America.
Browns.